Okay. Ready? We'll do. A, let's do one, two, three, four, five, and then clap on six. Okay. But do. But you got to do the ands. One and two and three and four. That. Yes. And then we'll clap five and and clap on six. Yep. Okay. Here we go. Ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Together, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Nope. Here we go. Okay. One and two and three and four and five and. Oh, I forgot to clap. God damn it, really? Hey, everybody, welcome to I'm Okay, You're Okay, I'm Not Okay, You're Not Okay. With me, Bob Schneider, and your other host, Clint Wells. You're welcome. What's going on? Uh, Nothing much, just sitting here in my studio, drinking coffee. I got some coffee, too. What's your coffee? This is my... Yeah? No, go ahead. I was going to ask, what's your coffee sitch over there? I haven't been to your house in a long time. You still rocking that Keurig? Uh, I've got that espresso machine. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. So it's one cup at a time. It grinds the beans. And uh, and uh, I drink a lot of coffee now. Probably way too much coffee. Yesterday, I dude, so I have some musician friends of mine. And uh, we wanted to start hanging out more regularly, spending time together. And I'm not what? Re- yeah, isn't that weird friendship? And uh, I'm not really drinking much anymore. And so, and I don't think they are either. It's just part of getting like older. Anything like no liquids at all? No, no, no. I'm just it's an all solid food <laughs> diet from now on. So it's just eating, how's that going? It's just eating ice cubes for hydration. Uh, not oh, okay. not so great. Not so great. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking a little pallid and uh, real dry. Urine yeah. is bright yellow. And uh, my skin's falling off. But uh, <clears throat> we've been meeting every Tuesday morning for coffee, but before work, right? So I've got to write at 11 o'clock. But, they all but have to solids, go coffee solids. I'm going to pivot away crunching, from the... I'm gonna, crunching beans. I'm going to pivot away from the only eating solid things now. But so the thing is, I go meet my friends for coffee at 8, all right? We drink coffee until 9.30 or 10. Then I come here and I'm writing all day, drinking more fucking coffee. So by like four o'clock, when I'm got to go get my kid, I'm feeling real bad. Yeah, real shit. Coffee can really make you feel like shit after. For me, it's kind of like two cups. Yeah, two cups is perfect. Eight cups is not perfect. Right. And here's the thing about coffee too: like the first couple cups in the morning kind of wake you up and you're feeling good, but once that exhaustion sets in. It doesn't matter how much coffee you drink. It's not helping at a certain point, and it's just making you feel clangier and clangier inside your <laughs> <Clangier>. head. Yeah. <laughs> the inside of your head is like clangy, clang, 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 clang. You just have like one or two horrible thoughts, and they're banging around a big empty chamber. Yeah, it's horrible. What's your sleep, but that, what's your sleep sitch these days? Cause zero. I, I recall you not having much sleep time. It's Man, it's so bad. My sleep schedule is wacky. Yeah. Like... I went through a phase a couple weeks ago where I was only sleeping an hour and a half at a time. <laughs> That's so I, bad, dude. Well, I mean, I I read somewhere that like Thomas Edison slept for an hour and a half at a time. He'd be like, he'd sleep for an hour and a half, then he'd be awake for like four or five hours, and he'd sleep for an hour and a half, and then be awake for four. And supposedly that was like really good for his creativity. So that's what I've used to tell myself that everything's fine. Meanwhile, the neurological damage is probably irreversible at this point. What an unlikely hero for you, Tom Thomas Edison, who, who, by the way, notorious asshole. Is that that's my uh, 
rap name, by the way. Notorious, notorious asshole. Notorious, but at, but the S's and ass are dollar bill signs. They got. I just be, say right? it. I just say it with a German accent. Notorious asshole. Wow, you're like <laughs> Peter. Uh, was it Peter Wolf? I uh, no. I have created my own hip hop dynasty in Nuremberg, where I am the top hip hop Deutsche hip hop star. Notorious asshole. And I write only about the male fuckings going on in our communities in Nuremberg. All right. Let me diagnose your <laughs> accent here. Let me let me just diagnose part of this Frankenstein. Let me diagnose it for you. I will diagnose it for you, <laughs> sir. This we, is an accent from Nuremberg. We have maybe 10% German in there. And uh, so we'll start there. 10% German. A little bit of Japanese, a little bit of French, a lot of retarded, retarded guy in there. Well, yeah, <laughs> a lot of asshole, <laughs> a lot of asshole in this accent, mostly asshole. If you sniff it, it will smell like the butt of a German man. A German. A German man. Well, I remember staying with you at your house and... I would eventually just take a bottle of wine in the guest room, which is, I guess, is now Scarlet's room. And probably we keep finding we keep finding empties in there years <laughs> later from twenty thirteen. Like, yeah, we'll we'll like pick up a little baby, like a little Elsa doll from Frozen, and then there's right. like a, a half a Modelo <laughs> no, <laughs> with, with with fucking with a little bit of fucking frizz on the top. Everyone knows that, there for a while. Everyone knows that my my drink of choice for decades now has been the negro modello um <laughs> how weird is it saying negro modello i don't say i just use the modello which is the uh i feel like if you say negro modello it's not cool anymore oh well that's what it's called so <clears throat> well i uh, like to be i like to take it's care. the darker it's the darker <laughs> modello sorry that's what they call it excuse pardon me um, okay but I remember I would go back there in my little song cave and read uh, Marquis de Sade or whatever. But I'd come out late at night to make a PP or to get some more booze, and uh, you'd be in the garage just making, making like art and shit, doing a lot of not sleeping. Yeah, well, and that was before you had your second kid. I mean, I'm back to my old sleep schedule, which is mean, which means I sleep like four hours, right? Which is. You know, if I get four hours of sleep, I'm pretty rested. You know, I can't make it through 24 hours after getting four hours of sleep. I have to go to sleep at 10 or 12. Well, I was just going to say, I learned the art of napping from touring with you and and your your boys. Because when I first hopped on with you guys, it was 2011. Uh, We were all how old, ever old we were then. That was seven, eight years ago. And um, I remember whatever the first show was, you know, showtime is 10 o'clock. Sound check's usually around four. Usually go have a bite to eat after that. And then maybe it's a little bit of chill out time or maybe you go to the gym or something. But then what I was used to with, with all my misfit bands was kind of cranking up the pregame before the show. And I remember coming out to the bus lounge at like 8.30 or 9, like in my show clothes, ready to ready to have some drinks and fucking get excited. And it was just a ghost town. I was like, where the fuck <laughs> is everybody? And I realized on that tour, you motherfuckers nap, and especially you, We'll nap literally until like five minutes before we hit the stage. Yeah. 
And I, I I basically learned the art of that. That like if we go on at ten, there's this great nap to be had from like eight forty five to nine fifty, and then I've carried that on to a lot of the touring that I do since then, and it just bewilders well, people. But it's so important. You wake up, you gotta have that little bit of groggy from the nap, but then you hit the deck and it's just electric. You know, it's an interesting juxtaposition. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, if I can get a nap in. Now, if I get a nap in right before a show like that, like an hour nap right before a show, oh my god, I'm gonna have a great show because my brain I is never rested and right. ready to ready to rock. Well, didn't you like pound a, a monster drink or, or like an energy drink or something too? Well, <laughs> You're I just used shocking to, the system. <laughs> I used to do that, but now I do have a cup of coffee. The thing about coffee, I don't know how exactly coffee works, but I the way I've it's I've read about it is that it takes a while for the caffeine to hit, but something happens when you drink coffee, like some part of your brain wakes up. Maybe it's like just you conning your brain. Yeah. Uh, it might be like something. It's like a placebo, but it wakes me up in some way. But then what ends up happening is like, it's like that deal where like, I don't know if you've ever taken mushrooms, mm-hmm. uh, but like you take some and you're like, Oh, these aren't working. Then you take some more and you're like, <laughs> They're still not working. Then you take some more, and then all of a sudden the first batch starts right. hitting, and then next yeah. thing you know, you're like, your entire lower body has been removed, and you're fucking right. not having a good time. Right. You're riding. So I tend- you're, you're riding the snake with with Klaus, your German neighbor. We are riding the mushroom snakes through the atmospheres. We ride the snake in Hausen. We are we are making a pancake party with our eyeballs on this German <laughs> night. I don't know what you're saying because your face is exploded into a puddle of rainbow. What a horrible trip to take a bunch of hallucinogenic drugs just to go to Germany. <laughs> like I've, not, I've I don't think I've ever done hallucinogens in Germany. You let's talk about this if you want to. You yeah. have a phobia. I think we could call it a phobia. Let's no, no. Let's not know. <laughs> We're not talking about my phobia on this fucking podcast. No. Okay. Hell no. I figured you might not want to talk about that. No. Okay. That will fuck my phobia up even more because then I'll just be convinced anybody listening to this podcast is going to be like, oh, yeah, we well, got you, bitch. Well, well at the, at the, at the, no, at, no, no, no. I'm no not, not going to go into it. I just want to say right. at the risk of just driving our audience insane. Don't say anything I'm not more. Gonna I feel say like it. we're talking about a movie and you're going to give something away. No, no, away. no. I'm just, I'm just saying you're comfortable calling We have it. crazy you're, people listening. To you're, this podcast. you're comfortable calling it a phobia, though, right? Uh, Would you call it a phobia? I mean, here's the thing about phobias, <laughs> and here, like, it's hard to call a phobia a phobia. Like, if I were to talk about your phobias, which I know what they are, and we won't talk about them if you don't want to, or I can mention them if you'd like, but to you, like, I'll say, oh, that's a phobia, and you're like, yeah, I know you call it a phobia, but uh, this shit could really happen. Uh, and probably will happen. It's you know a phobia. I mean? It's a phobia if it's never happened. Well, my phobia has never happened. Right. Uh, somebody, I, I thought it happened once and it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to say anything I know, more I know, about no, no. it. We'll, we'll pivot away. I do want to talk to you because. So, but, but like, all right, I have a phobia. No, no, no. Don't right, do listen, it. Bob, no, listen, Bob, no. Do I want to talk. I talk about one of my because I have many phobias. But we're pivoting away from the the one that we know we're talking about. 
we're not talking about any phobias that I don't want to talk about. We're going to talk about this one phobia that I want to talk about, which is my phobia of being in water with living creatures. Like I like being in water where everything except for me in the water is dead or dying. Okay. Well, that's so that's everything is dying, but, but I see what you mean. I see your large. Yeah. But I mean, when I'm saying dying, I mean like dying immediately. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm talking about pool water. Like I love being in pool water, but I'm telling you, I do like the idea of being in the ocean where there are fucking fish. Horrifying. Horrifying. Like I can't even stand in like two feet of water and and put on uh, goggles and look out into the ocean from two <laughs> feet of water. Just the idea of it right now is making my palms sweat. Like <laughs> I'm telling you. I, so like I'm going to Florida today to, to go to 38 uh, Songwriter Fest. And oh, I wasn't invited this year. Cool. Uh, oh, you're not going? I saw you there last... I've seen you there the last several years, right? Oh, I thought for sure that you'd probably be there with somebody. No, I usually go with my my buddy Elise, but no. But I, anyway, it's a, that's a super fun festival. Anyway. Anyways, I'm going to go in that water because I've been going mm-hmm. in cold water lately. And uh, But I will... Every second that I'm in that water, and believe me, I will never be past my waist in that water. The entire time I'm in there, I'll just be thinking of sharks. The entire time. So I have this serious phobia about sharks and swimming in water but i don't it's it's like i don't even like swimming in the lake where there's no sharks i'm almost more scared of lakes because of snakes and alligators and shit right because you're from alabama yeah but there's no there's no fucking i mean there are some snakes but there it's rare that you're gonna find a snake where i live in texas you ever seen the movie piranha <laughs> Yeah, but there's no piranha in Texas either. Well, that's like Africa. You, here's the movie you don't want to be in, Bob. You don't want to be in the movie about how no, there's never been a single piranha attack ever in the history of Austin until today, and they bite your dick off and bite all your butts off, and then you're in that movie. But well, there was never but there was never one I, before that. But there's never been one before this. But here's what I know about that: those piranhas are going to be full at the end of the day. <laughs> They're going to be like, hmm, we had ourselves, we had ourselves quite a morsel for with this Bob Snyder's dick. Mm, I don't think I could eat another bite of someone's dick. Well, here's what you want to do. You want to go swimming in that piranha lake with Lenny Kravitz, because once they bite his dick off, they're not eating for the next 700 years. They're going to pass <laughs> right by your dick. I'm just, I'm just picturing Lenny Kravitz's giant cock, like a fucking corn on the cob that these little fish are like mm, mm, this is a very nice dick that we're eating here and there's plenty to go around and Lenny Crab is like enjoy all you want fellas I got plenty to go around and then even after they feasted he's like alright I'm gonna go fuck somebody whereas me like even a couple morsels in it's the, all I I'm got like, <laughs> I'm like hey <laughs> save, save some for your old buddy Schneeds it's all I got cause, yeah, I don't got much to go around Anyways, how, what a what an imagine how surreal it would be to go swimming with Lenny Kravitz. Uh, dick, dick, piranha biting your dick off or otherwise. Like, what would it be like to be in that kind of relationship with him? Hey, man, you want to go for a swim today? And he's like, Yeah, dude, that sounds great. How about a relationship with any human being where you say that? <laughs> I, I, hey, Clint, <laughs> let's go for a swim today, buddy. You'd thinking, be like, Who are you'd be like, uh, huh? you've obviously, but an alien has taken over your body. Because like, that's not something yeah. I would ever say to anybody. Like, if my back was to you and you said that, I wouldn't even fully turn around. You would just see my head slightly turn to the right. Like, come, what was that? 
I don't think I've ever seen you wear shorts, let alone (laughs) go swimming with you. I wear shorts at night when the lights are off. Do you remember when... (laughs) Do you remember when I made a big deal about how I never, we, you and I had never hugged each other? Like after years oh, yeah. of friendship. Oh no! And it was one night after a Saxon show. Oh no! Don't bring it up. And, and I, I don't know how it came up, but we hugged each other after the show, and it was horrible. We it was like, horrible. <laughs> like the idea, like it was like so not cool. It was like what is? It was so weird. And I would consider you a really close friend. No, of I know. Mine, but the, I agree. the idea, uh, like, and I hug people all the time, Same. and I don't mind hugging people. But something about hugging you <laughs> was just not r- good. Almost spit my coffee up. Yeah, I don't know what that's all about. Well, what's here's a testament to how people can change. I would never bring that up again. I would never do that now. I'd never be like, we never hugged. And the the fact that I brought that up three or four years ago is odd to me now. Right. Well, that's, yeah, that's a young man's thing. I wasn't that young. I was like 30. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. That's young. When you're in your 50s, 30s seems real. Well, that's true. I I mean, I'm 35 now, and anything less than 25, I'm like, I have no, I can't deal with it. Dude, I don't want to. Can we talk, can we talk about things we like? Because I've got something loaded in the old chamber. Let's go. So I don't know if you watch this with your wife or if you just watch it. I mean, I'm assuming you would watch it with your wife if you're watching it. Porno? Pornography? No, I'm watching The Bachelor, the newest season of The Bachelor. Never seen a single, never seen a single second of it. What? I swear to God, I'm not, I'm not trying to act like a a snobby douchebag. I've literally never seen a single second of that show. Dude, you have to watch The Bachelor. It It, is the best show on TV. Now, here's the thing: The Bachelorette is one of the worst shows of all time, but The Bachelor is incredible. I can't imagine there's a chasm of difference between the two. There is a chasm of difference between the two shows. All right, so here let me let me just give you since you've never seen it. Let me let me break it down for. Let me I will give you the breakdown please of do, this bachelor sir. show. Okay, sir, so please. what you have here? So what you got is you got this dude. He's the bachelor, and when the show started like a thousand years ago, like it's literally been on the air for like twenty years now. When it started originally, they had like some hot bachelor guy and you had 20 women and they all were vying to get with the bachelor and at the end of the show after he'd eliminated 19 of them he'd ask one of them to marry him and that was the whole premise behind it okay and what ends up happening on the show almost immediately is you've got these 20 women they're all pretty hot And because they're all together and they're all vying for this one guy's attention, it tricks the female brain. Like all this shit I'm about to say is going to sound real sexist, but it's all the way things are. So what it does is they're going to that explanation is going to make it all better. (laughs) Look, it's the way things are. You ever heard of a thing called biology? Anyways, you're as God made you. Anyway, go ahead. Outrage more of outrage more of our audience. I feel like one of those guys is like uh, fucking from Black Klansman who's talking about eugenics or whatever that fucking shit is where they're like, yeah, it's uh, this guy did a study on it. It's uh, proven that certain races are better than others. Anyways, what it does is it tricks the female brain into being. Here comes the, the female in the wild. Notice how their brains get tricked. Well, here's what happens. They're all vying for this guy's attention. So because of that, 
they're all like, oh, this guy must be, they all find him attractive because all these other bitches, excuse my language, uh, all these other ladies, <laughs> all these other ladies are vying for his attention. So they're like, oh, he's got to be worth, he's got to be worth fighting for. And so like literally within a week, they're all like in love with this guy. And it's just a trick. It's a trick because these other ladies, it's like, it's the reason that musicians, uh, like when I'm on stage and, and performing and everybody's attention is, is, you know, at me. If you're in the audience and you're a woman, you're like, oh, that guy's attractive. It's not because I'm attractive. It's just because everybody else is paying attention to me. And the part of your brain's like, well, he must be like the alpha male. He must be the guy. Um, and it's it's why, you know, you got like those dudes from Guns N' Roses marrying. It's why you got Rick Ocasek marrying like the hottest uh, model in the world. I wish Rick Ocasek a, was in Guns N' Roses. That would be awesome. Well, he's in the cars, but I'm just using him as an example of somebody who's really unattractive, who's with this super hot chick. Right. Uh, so anyways, that's what happens on The Bachelor. And now The Bachelor, on the other hand, he's like, damn, I got all these hot chicks. And he wants to, f the way the male brain is, is like, you just want to fuck everybody that you see if you're a dude. And so his thing is like, well, I, I don't, it's like a smorgasbord. I got to try everything here uh, to see what I like. And so it works. So the whole time he's making out with all these chicks, they're all going crazy. They all, my favorite show, part of the show is like these women just start getting real catty with each other. I mean, they start talking about each other behind their backs and somebody's getting his attention. So all these other chicks are like, fuck that bitch. And oh, it's so good. And, I, and then, and he's just doing stupid shit, like fucking making out with these chicks and telling them that he loves them. And I'm like, don't you know this is being recorded, dude? And whoever you end up with is going to see this show. You, this is like future horrible shit that it's going to come down on your ass. I like imagining and, you yelling that at the TV watching The Bachelor. Oh, all I do is yell at the, and my wife's like, quit talking, quit <laughs> talking. <clears throat> and quit saying bitch over and over just because I'm like, bitches being bitches. And he's like, shut <laughs> up. I hate it when you use that term. I'm like, oh, I mean, ladies being ladies? Uh, wow. You got it. Well, I... Anyway, so all right. So that's why it works. It's great. These women all want to be with this dude. This dude wants to be with all the ladies. And at the end of it, he picks somebody, asks her to marry him, and then... Four months later, it's aired. He becomes super famous, and now 20,000 women want to sleep with him. So none of those marriages work out. Like none, none of the engagements work out. Like one in 20 years. Well, I'm absolutely shocked to hear that. And also, uh, I haven't heard yet heard a single reason why I should watch this show. It sounds right, horrible. But, well, you got to watch it. Now, the reason that The Bachelorette doesn't work is because they're like, oh, we'll just do it with a woman. We'll have one woman, and we'll have a bunch of dudes. And uh, they'll all vie for this chick, and uh, she'll make a choice. But here's why that doesn't work. Uh, in The Bachelorette, like literally the first day, like within, within a minute of this chick meeting these guys, she's already narrowed it down to about two dudes. Within the first week, she knows exactly who she's going to pick. Like that's the way women are. They just kind of do the math. They go, this is the guy. And then the rest of it's all fake. Like she's like, uh, as opposed to the Bachelor, which is completely real. No, the Bachelor's completely real. Like you put twenty hot chicks in front of me. I'm a single man. I'm not married. I'm young. 
Uh, I'm like, I want to fuck all these bitches. That's what I'm saying. And that's that's true. But this bachelorette, she doesn't want to deal with... She's like, I don't like any of these guys except for this one guy. I wonder and so if- now she's pretending the entire time. And it's it's a total lie. And meanwhile, most of these guys, most of the guys on The Bachelorette, they're, I'm going to say 90 to 95% gay. <laughs> they're just like, well, this is the best way. I, this is the best way for me to promote my acting career is to be on The Bachelorette. Now, granted, the same thing can be said about The Bachelor. Like most of the people on that show, like want to be known or want to build up their Instagram or maybe they're, you know, trying to whatever. But that paradigm works the bachelorette's a lie all right so that's why you should watch it that was an impassioned uh diatribe i like it when you look at your recording thing is it just a big audio line of you (laughs) there's no breaks in my audio line (laughs) for you talking yeah i'm doing a lot of listening on that one that's okay (laughs) all right but let me all right so let me just give you an update on this season. So last season, they had a Oh my God, we're going to keep talking about it. Okay. <laughs> we're going to te- keep talking about The Bachelor. Okay. All right. Because we're going to talk about it every show from now on. <clears throat> Great. So last season, they had this kind of sociopath, psychopath, maybe like Dexter type guy who was like, who, what's wrong? Like the whole time you're like, something's wrong with this guy. Like every time you kiss a girl, you'd be like, ooh, that's not right. Something's <laughs> wrong with this guy. <laughs> At the end of the season, this is last season. At the end of the season, he finally picks, he's got it down to two chicks. He picks one of them, asks her to marry him, gets on bended knee. Two weeks later, he's like, I made a mistake. I want to go with the other chick. What? (laughs) I'm like, fuck that guy. And literally all of America was like, fuck that guy. And he was like hated and he had to come back on and explain everything. And then once he explained, you're like, all right, I don't hate him. He's just a dumbass. I thought he was a sociopath. He's a dumbass. So now this season, they got this young guy. He's 25, good looking, hunky, uh, hunky. F- football player guy, uh, like played high school football, played college football. I think he played pro football. He's 25 years old. Guess what? He's a virgin <laughs> I'm like what if Bob, you're pl- he's if not you play- a virgin come if on you pl- if you play high school football at if you just accidentally at some point lose he your footing every, he fucked everyone in the world if at some point you lose your footing while you're in the in the hallway at high school and you're like on the, you're the star football player on the team you're going to fall you're going to get late. So I agree. He's probably lying about it. He's probably had sex. Britney, <laughs> and Britney, just, Britney Spears was also a virgin when she started dating Justin Timberlake. Well, anyways, the whole thing is like he's a virgin. That's what they're saying. Okay. Well, that's bullshit. Anyways, they had that guy, Billy, on the streets. What's that guy's name? <laughs> I don't know. You know, the guy, he's like, the, he attacks people on the street, kind of, and does interviews with Seth Rogen and stuff. That sounds... So bad. I've ne- I literally have never heard of it. <laughs> All right. Anyways, he was on the show. He's super gay. He's super gay, and he's just like, oh man, it's so it was so great. So he's standing next to this guy, and he's just like salivating him. You could he just it, the look on his face is like, I want to fuck this guy the whole time. And then at one point they start talking and start talking about him being a virgin. And he's like, oh, maybe this is the uh, maybe this is the uh, season where we find out that the bachelor is actually gay. 
<laughs> and the guy, and and I'm like, uh, yeah, maybe it is. It was amazing. But that, that didn't happen? That. Well, so far, everybody's pretending that he's not gay. Wow. Okay. All right. Anyways, I, I feel like I've taken up all the time talking about The Bachelor, <clears throat> but I highly recommend it. I, I, love it. I think it's it was worth show. it for me and all of our listeners if to have listened to all that, if you just really got it out. Did you get the lead out? Did you... <laughs> Did you really do it? Because I think it would be worth it if we all knew that you did it. <laughs> no. There's so much more lead. There's so much more, more lead, lead in that pencil. Oh, my God. Wow. I will, I'm, I'll, I'll talk about it forever. <laughs> it is truly amazing. You should just watch it. You'll, you'll understand it we once have, you watch we it. We have so many, so much of similar tastes in, in like art, culture, and film, and music. But the, you're striking out big time because here we here's what we got from you the ba- the ultimate baking cook off show. <laughs> all right, first that, of all, oh, no, no, it's no, the br- Great British baking the show, great get British it right, baking please. Show, amazing. My, growing up with my sister or whatever the Italian kids and <laughs> my 19- brilliant, my brilliant husband, friend. my brilliant, friend. my brilliant friend. They're two women who have a lifelong friendship. It's a wonderful <laughs> mini series. <laughs> Then Dude, we got, talk about talk about women having to fucking jump through hurdles because men are just such horrible fucking pigs. That that, that series is incredible. Why are we turning this into a, all men are shit and all women are beautiful no. examples of what it means to be human? Because I love I love the ladies. I love the ladies. Women are so much better than men, but men are and women. Come on, don't that's me, not don't, true. Don't get me wrong. No women. gender is better than the other. There are good, there are beautiful, great women, and there are beautiful, great men, and there are piece of shit women and piece of shit men. Let's just keep I agree. it straight. I agree. I agree. But I'm going to say this, and I'm going to generalize. I think women are smarter uh, overall than men, and I think women are better than men overall. Overall. Now, you're going to find exceptions all the way across the board, and you're going to say, well, what about all the adventures that the men did? Why didn't the women do the adventures if they're smarter? Because they don't have to do shit. All they got to do is just fucking trap men into giving them their seeds so they can fucking spawn. It's less less biologically rooted and psychologically rooted. We didn't let women have the proper education for a long time. Women weren't treated equally for a long time, so... No, because here's here's what women know that men don't fucking know. The only thing that fucking matters, the only programming that really matters in our brain is procreation. Period. Period. Well, let me just say this. My favorite my favorite people on the <laughs> Which planet Which is why the bachelor works, by the way. My favorite people on the planet are women. So I can tell you that. I prefer women. I I enjoy the company of women more than men. I've always gotten along with women better than men. But I'm unwilling to make a bunch of big philosophical pronouncements about who's better and smarter and all that shit. I don't know. I'm striving more for gender equality than for being a big hero or being a misogynist dick. I don't want really, I'm not interested in either of those big polar, big statements. You know I agree. I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I, I prefer to be around women. That's all, that's all, you know, I'm really happy that I made a future woman. You ever think about that with Scarlett? Like, I love mm. that I have a daughter and that, my job, my main job now is to help make her a beautiful, strong woman. I think about it every day. It's such a cool role to be in with her. Well, I feel like my wife is doing that more than me. I'm, <clears throat> I'm hopefully what I'm doing is I'm being the type of man that one day I will want her to exactly. be attracted oh, to. Totally. And 
I feel like I'm doing a pretty good job of that. I mean, whatever. I'm a perfectionist, so I feel like I could do better. But her mom is teaching her how to be a no-nonsense, fucking take-no-shit, take-no-prisoners, smart, creative, funny, amazing woman. So I got that. Anyways, we're out of time, dude. That was a, that was a short show. Yeah, well, you can email us, bobandclint at gmail.com. We, we had emails to read. We didn't get to them this episode, obviously, but we will talk about whatever you want, questions, concerns, if you want to uh, berate me for being a woman hater because I want gender equality, or if you want to berate Bob for calling women bitches every five seconds, <laughs> even though he thinks they're the smarter ones. You can write us at bobandclint at gmail.com. I got proof of it. All right. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah. Uh, We love y'all. All All right, peace. Uh